Hello, and welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Carrie Donahue. And I'm Rebecca Knight. It's Friday, October 7th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we talked to the sister of one of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims. I'm trying to be there for my brother's daughters and my brother's voice, because he would, he would want me to do this for him. But first, the latest. The Nobel Committee in Oslo has jointly awarded this year's Peace Prize to a Belarusian activist and two human rights organizations. If there's a message to this year's award, it's speaking truth to power. Elias Bialetsky has been held in prison without a trial since 2020 after protesting against the Belarusian government. Ukraine's Center for Civil Liberties has been documenting alleged war crimes since Russia invaded Ukraine in February, and Memorial, a Russian human rights organization, chronicles the victims of the former Soviet Union's communist regime. The Twitter trial is off, for now at least. A judge in Delaware has granted Elon Musk's request to postpone the trial that was scheduled to start in about a week. Musk asked for it to be called off because he says he's ready to buy Twitter for the original asking price. He just needs to secure the funding first. The social media company is worried that Musk might still back out without a looming trial, so the judge gave Musk a brief extension. He has until October 28th to make good on his promise, or he'll be in court in November. Hackers made off with about $100 million worth of Binance coin from the world's largest crypto exchange. Binance suspended deposits and withdrawals while it examined the hack, and it's managed to freeze $7 million worth of the stolen funds so far. The CEO, Shanpen Zhao, known as CZ, tweeted that, quote, the issue is contained now. The funds are safe. $2 billion worth in cryptocurrency has been stolen this year. President Biden is pardoning thousands of people with federal convictions for possessing weed. No one should be in jail just for using or possessing marijuana. He's encouraging state governors to do the same. The move will make it easier for people to find jobs and housing. While white and black and brown people use marijuana at similar rates, black and brown people are arrested, prosecuted, and convicted at disproportionately higher rates. Biden's also asking the attorney general and his health secretary to look into reducing weed's classification as a Schedule I drug, which right now puts it in the same category as heroin and LSD. Early in Queen Latifah's acting career, she noticed something strange. All her characters kept dying. So she decided to put a no-death clause in her contracts. While on the Drew Barrymore show this week, Queen Latifah said she was sick of all of her characters dying because it meant she couldn't be in any sequels. I was like, no more dying. No, 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 no more getting shot up by 300 bullets in this car, okay? I mean, she's not wrong. Just look back at her early credits. 1996, Set It Off. 1998, Spear. 1999, The Bone Collector. Dead, dead, dead. Sheesh! Rebecca Ibarra is out today, but she left us this interview. Enjoy. A quick heads up, we're about to talk about a serial killer and murder. In a Milwaukee courtroom 30 years ago, Rita Isbell gave a victim impact statement. My name is Rita Isbell, and I'm the oldest sister of Errol Lindsay. She described the pain serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer inflicted on her family when he murdered her 19-year-old brother, Errol Lindsay. 
Her statement has been recreated word for word in the new Netflix series Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. The show was created by Ryan Murphy of Glee and American Horror Story fame, and it had the biggest series debut ever for Netflix. But the reviews have been very mixed, with many saying it's too gruesome, exploitative, and it centers a serial killer, not the victims and their families. I spoke with Rita Isbell this week, and she started by telling me about her younger brother, Errol. Yes, he was a bright, silly kid. He just enjoyed life, pulling pranks on people, being goofy. And uh, he was more like of a big brother to my children. And uh, that's basically it. He was just an outgoing, fun kid. In April 1991, Errol went out to get a key made, and the shop was next to an adult bookstore. That's where he crossed paths with Dahmer. He shouldn't have never ran into Jeffrey Dahmer. He, th- that wasn't supposed to have happened. That shouldn't have never happened. It was senseless for that to have happened to him. Rita says Dahmer asked Errol if he wanted to make money doing odd jobs and invited him back to his place to hammer out the details. That's where he was killed. Errol left behind two daughters who are now in their 30s. A year later, Rita took the stand at Dahmer's sentencing. She recalls being the last family member to speak. I don't know why they made me go last. And it was just boiling. It came to the boiling point where I sat there and listened to all the other families gave gave their statement and it was too nice. They were approaching him as Mr. Dahmer. Some of them didn't know what to say. They were saying, God bless America. And I'm listening to all this stuff and looking at him how he just did this to our families. I'm like, are you kidding me? He don't deserve this. I went ballistic. It was her first time face-to-face with Dahmer. She says she didn't have a written statement prepared. The words just poured out. I don't want to ever see my mother have to go through this again. Never, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, I hate you, mother... It's been 30 years since then, and I had Rita listen back to that statement. It just don't affect me like it used to. It just don't. No, I'm not the same person I was back then. I'm not that young like I was back then. She says at the time, the media missed the intent behind her raw, impassioned plea. I'm mad. This is how you act when you are out of control. She kept mentioning control. I was saying that because that was his defense. His defense was he was out of control. That's that's why he was committing all of these acts. She's referring to the fact that during the trial, his attorneys portrayed him as someone who couldn't stop himself, out of control. No, you have to be in control to commit those kind of acts. In the Netflix show, actress Deshaun Barnes recreates Rita's statement word for word, and Rita was impressed. They did a very good job. I mean, she practiced that part and she nailed it. Though there is one detail the show got wrong. Her hair, the part was on the wrong side. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. If you want to go to details, they they had the part on the wrong side. Yeah. (laughs) But Rita refuses to watch the rest of the series. 
What's the point? She says she lived it. And Netflix producers never called to ask her about her life or how a show would affect her. She didn't even know the series was being made. I didn't hear about it being in the works. It was like, bam, uh, did you see yourself on Netflix? The show's creator, Ryan Murphy, said he originally wanted the show to focus on the victims, many of them black, brown, and queer men. But critics say he mostly failed, and Rita agrees. How many victims do you see that was centered? It was just, uh, here's a person, butcher him up, and that was the center. Mm-hmm. It was no story, no storyline behind the victims. I asked her if it's at all redeemable that the show is at least reminding people that his victims were black and brown men. Uh, uh, uh-uh. yeah, you're shaking your head. No, you're like Rebecca. That's <laughs> no. such a dumb question. Uh, <laughs> I knew this is going to be cut. Out. Yeah. <laughs> We can still laugh. You're going to edit it anyway. So, yeah, (laughs) let's have fun doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not mad at Netflix. Hmm. I'm not mad at anybody. Netflix, none of the producers, none of that. Mm -mm. I let it all go. She says she gets it, that Netflix is here to make money. And this just gives her another opportunity to keep her brother's memory alive. I'm trying to be there for my brother's daughters and my brother's voice because he would, he would want me to do this for him. He really would. And he had a very raspy voice. And they called me Becky. My family calls me Becky. And he would have said, get him, Becky. Get him. Jeffrey Dahmer received 15 life sentences and was killed in prison in 1994. Rita Isbell is the older sister of Errol Lindsay, who would have been 50 years old this year. Make sure to follow the refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. The Refresh from Insider is produced by Frank Alito, Grace Eliza Goodwin, and us, Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rebecca Knight, in for Dave Smith, who is still spending time with his new baby. Rob Gunther is our senior producer, Carrie Donahue is our executive producer, and Andy Bowers is the head of audio at Insider. We had help this week from Dan Gooding and Mikael Stein. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Oh.